0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Commanding the Huddle. I am your host, Ryan Fowler. Happy to be joined today by one of the most, the premier offensive tackles of the 2024 NFL Draft. That is Dominic Pony from the University of Kansas. Dom, appreciate you joining me, man. I know you got a busy schedule, especially these last few weeks. Talk to about how this pre-draft process has been for you so far.
0: Man, the pre- it's been it's been a crazy process, but um, you know, my brother, my older brother, kind of went through it, so he he's been helping me a lot along the way. Um, you know, I just people calling me. Um, I mean, I, so after the season, just going to training. I'm down here at uh, Duke at Sports Academy, and um, I've just loved it ever since. Ever since I got here, I've learned a lot. Um, the Senior Bowl was a crazy experience, and we got the combine coming up, so. I mean, it's all going by pretty fast,
1: too. So, John, take me through your journey just a little bit. I think you have one of the more unique journeys, right? I have a lot of players in this class. You go at your Central Missouri Division II school, and then you evolve into one of the premier offensive linemen, not just in the Big 12 at Kansas, but in the entire country. And then now you're one of the most talked-about tackles in this entire draft class. Just talk to me, man, about how your time at Central Missouri and going to Kansas and competing in the Power 5 Conference not only helped you evolve as a player, but as a man as well.
0: Um, yeah, so I started at Central Missouri. Um, uh, ultimately, ultimately, my decision was made. Kind of like my both my older brothers were at Central Missouri playing football, so I, that was that was the reason I went there. And um, you know, I loved it there. Did four years there, um, and then uh, coaches went to different schools and uh, retired. And then my obviously my brothers weren't there anymore, so I decided to transfer to Kansas. Um, and I just, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better spot. I mean, just for me because just the scheme itself, um, the, the player I am, the person I am, and the culture they have, everything just blended in so perfectly. And, you know, it was right down the road, too. So, I mean, it was just a blessing, really, um, that they were looking for a whole lot of
1: Dom, for those out there that maybe didn't turn on the Kansas Jayhawks that year enough, and they didn't see you on the on the offensive line and just dominating dudes and pass pro, making it look easier, throwing guys in the turf, what are people getting what is a team getting in Dom pooney not only as a player along the offensive line but also as a leader in the locker room
0: oh uh, so yeah I think the player you're getting out of me is definitely a consistent person whether that's on the field or off the field I think on the field um you're gonna get you're gonna get the player you see um and it, no matter who you're playing against this that's just kind of what I'll do and then off the field you're gonna get the same guy every day um good days bad days everyone has them but I mean I, I try to just stay. You know, even kill and just um, be the same person every day in and out. Um, also, on the, like I would say, on the football field, just a physical, passionate football player um, who'll do anything for their teammates. Um, I mean, anytime you step on the field, it just it just a little, it just means a little difference to me. So,
1: I was gonna say, man, take me into the layers of your game just a little bit of just different things. I know the offensive line is. From a ten thousand foot view, it's a super. It's it's a complicated spot yeah. to win consistently. A lot of things that you're looking at pre snap and what happens post snap. But take me into some of the things maybe you look at as far as tendencies, alignment, different things like that that helps you win a snap before the ball's ever ball's ever snapped off the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah. So to me, it all starts with film study early in the week. Um, film study is everything. Preparation is everything. You fall to the level of your training. So I mean, how much how much you do that week is really what you're going to put out on the field on Saturday. So to me, um, just learning the D ends, and uh, even two years ago when I was at guard, learning D tackles, uh, tendencies, just looking at, you know, in the past game, looking at their wins, like we would have cut-ups of their their wins, like pressures and sacks and hits. And, um, you know, you you just, you find tendencies within their moves to win. And uh, during the week, you have scouts kind of try to replicate it. And actually, I think it helps a lot. And um, just, I mean, there's a lot of things you do pre-snap um, to kind of know what's gonna happen before it even happens, just look at linemen's feet, um, the stands the left hand, right hand, down, just kind of it can tell you where they're gonna go. Um, if their near foot's close to you, uh, or their near foot is not, you know, it's just kind of just the way they line up can really dictate the uh, the tempo of your set. And I think um that's something I do really well is kind of change up the tempo. You know, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty good at jumping, and then at, at the same time I can I can angle set too. So, um, just small stuff like that throughout the week really just helps you out through the
1: game. Talk to me a little bit more, Dom, about that versatility along the offensive line. I know you talked about playing tackle and playing guard, and I know scouts across the league want guys that can do a multiplicity of things. Heck, there's some guys that come in this class, and I'm sure yourself can, line up at center if you had to in a pinch. Talk to me about that versatility, man, how important that is, and are there certain things that maybe you focus at if you're at tackle and a guy on the outside that's 235, and then you slide him to guard, and you got a a three-tech over your outside shoulder that's maybe 300 pounds. What are some different things you look at, uh, again, pre snap that that helps you win? Uh,
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's two different worlds, tackle, guard, center. Three different worlds, actually, tackle, guard, center. Um, Tackle, like you said, you're dealing with the the lighter, faster, more agile guys. So, I mean, you have a little more – you have a little more room to invite the bull rush, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. um, they, they don't really want to run through you. You're, you're 320 pounds or 250, um, unless they get a long arm, but that's really the, the thing. And then at guard, you're just sitting there like, you don't want them to bull rush. You want them to, to try and do a move, see if they can, see if they can be as agile as the end. So, um, you know, it's two different games. And then at center, I think you get a little bit more help in the pass pro game and the run game, but... As center, it's a whole different world because you got to get the snap back, and then um, you're commanding the offense. Like you're micing, you're micing, you're iding. Um, you get you got to make all the calls. I think the center is the smartest person uh, besides the quarterback, smartest person in the offense. So, I mean, this is the fact that I'm able to um, play you know, play left tackle last year. Yeah, two years ago, played left guard, and then at the senior bowl, I, I took a lot of center snaps and right guard too. And I even took a couple uh, one on ones at right tackle. And um, you know, it was, it was just. That was kind of my goal going this year, but just kind of showcasing my versatility and that I, I am the most versatile lineman in the draft. Um, and I think um, my coach at Kansas, Coach Fuchs, I mean, he, he really is. He I give him all the credit for it because at the time I didn't know cross-training would help me this much, but um it has, and I'm, and I'm super grateful for
1: it. Dom, talking about your experience, man, down in Mobile and not just getting the invite from Jim Nagy and his staff, but, but wanting to show up and compete against where you know there's a lot of talent at the tackle spot, the guard spot, center spot in this class. And you're obviously right up there with the top of the guys in this class, but just going to Mobile and competing with some of the top defensive players in the country, how important it was, as you mentioned, to show your versatility and just go down to the senior bowl and, and allow yourself to say, look, scouts, I'm not getting out of the top 50, 60 picks in this draft when it comes to April.
0: Yeah, no, that experience was everything to me. Um, you know, there's a couple guys who don't need the senior bowl, like the solidified guys, you know what I'm saying? But I, I I didn't classify myself as one of those guys. You know, I needed I needed to go there and showcase what I could do at center because a lot of scouts had never seen me play center, so I, I had to go do it. And, um, you know, I love playing center, but um, even right guard, didn't have much film at Kansas at right guard, so I had to go do that too. And um, just that was my main goal, like, like I said before. I just had to showcase that I can do it all. You know, it's it's cool that like I could say it, but I had to go prove it. And um, you know, just hearing kind of some things that like how much it's gonna pay off in the NFL is just I mean it's it's pretty cool to hear. Just like having be being kind of like a Swiss Army knife. But yeah, no, shout out to Jim Nagy. Um, he's the reason in the first place I even got to do it. So. Yeah, it was a great experience.
1: Big time, man. Look, I want to dive into a little bit of your background. You see a lot of guys come out of high school, where they're multi-sport athletes as you were, football, basketball, and you also played volleyball. And A lot of guys come in, maybe they're baseball football or basketball <laughs> football. You got to yeah. talk to me a little bit about your background, man, with volleyball, because I'm not sure I've met many guys that also played or were slamming it over the net a little bit um, in high school. So you got to talk to me a little bit about your volleyball background, man. Man, so
0: freshman year, um, my mom and my sister played volleyball, and they were just like, why don't you play volleyball? And, you know, I, I didn't know it at the time, but it, it's it's a thing in Missouri. at like High school volleyball. But, you know, when I met a lot of my uh, teammates in college, they were like, yeah, we never had men's volleyball. I was like, that sucks. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, freshman year, I was like, you know what? I don't have anything. Because I, 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 I didn't want to do shot put. That wasn't, like, it right. wasn't interesting to me. So I was just like, you know what? Volleyball, it sounds fun. You know, I'm just going to go try it. And then, I, literally, I made the team. And then I was like, this is, like, actually – one of the most fun things that we've done so um so i i mean i just kept continuing to do it um honestly i think it helps with agility and um just hand-eye coordination Mm -hmm. and like volleyball translates to the field um just the way you gotta change direction and um just track things it's just it's pretty cool but um yeah i love volleyball
1: I was going to say, man, what are some different things that, that you like to do away from football? When you're not strapped up and you're getting after people within the trenches, what does Dom Poon like to do? Do you're a gaming guy? I like to cook? What are some things you like to do away from football, man?
0: Yeah, so I think the number one thing for me is just hanging out with friends. I, I love to like just get with my boys and like just chill. Because like, I think that's just the best thing to do because like, relationships in life are the most important thing to you. So like hanging out with family, hanging out with friends, that's, that's what I love to do. Um. Sounds kind of cliche, but it's the truth. Um. I love the game too. I got a PC. Um. And that's. I just think it's another way to um just hang out with friends and just chill. Um. But yeah, I'm kind of laid back. I don't. I don't get out too much. Um. Yeah, but I just like
1: to hang out. Absolutely, Dom. Two more for you. Get you out of here. Well, are there are there any guys maybe active or inactive, whether it's at tackle, guard, or center, that maybe you maybe pull some certain clips from them or certain things they do with their hands or their feet or climbing up to a linebacker, certain things how you win along the line of scrimmage that maybe say, hey, I want to pull some different things from their game and add it to my game as well.
0: Yeah, so Teron Armstead is like um, the guy for me because our measurables aren't too far off. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's out there playing enough tackle for the Dolphins right now. Um, and their offense was similar to Kansas' kind of just the... You know, the the option, the speed, the, um, the RPOs, like everything, the play actions. So, you know, just kind of watching him and how he went about it kind of helped me translate my game to left tackle at Kansas. So, um, you know, he's definitely a guy I watch. Obviously, the, the, the great ones like Trent Williams and Ray Johnson. and I'm watching Creed Humphrey, Jason Kelsey. He does a lot of crazy things. Um, Quentin Nelson, I've always loved his game, even when he was at Notre Dame. Just just like guys like that, I mean, they just they're great players. They're gonna be Hall of Fame players and, you know, they're for a reason. So I just try to steal some of their tendencies and try to add it to my game.
1: Absolutely. Look, Dom, last one for you, man. When you look back on this journey, whether it's you know, three, four years down the line, and you look back and you say, Man, what first time I ever strapped up as a kid to my journey in high school, to college from central Missouri to dominating the Big Twelve of Kansas to now this pre draft process, when we get to April and you hear your name called, how special is that moment gonna be for you and your family?
0: You know, I, I actually have no idea. It's gonna be really special, <laughs> I know that for sure, but you know, I just I mean, you've been thinking about this since you were a kid, like I mean, I don't it's going to be crazy, but, um, you know, honestly, I just want to get there. <laughs> so, But it, it'll be special for sure. I mean, have all my friends uh, asking me to go and, like, just kind of hang out at the house, probably just have a barbecue or something, but mm. I, I couldn't tell you what's going to go through my head.
1: All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with one of the premier offensive linemen in the 24 class. That is Dominic Pooney from the University of Kansas. Look, you guys think back in the past and you think of Kansas, you think of what? And you think of basketball. But over these last few years, under head coach Lance Leopold, whether it was Jason Bean at quarterback, Jalen Daniels, they had Devin Neal running the ball, returning this next year. Dom Poonies leading the charge, both as protecting the left side of the offensive line and, look, getting after people, flat out getting after people in the run game. You watch him down in the senior bowl, you watch this kid move, you watch his hands, the ability to win, the leverage point, sink that butt in the ground and pass pro. He's just a heck of a player, guys. And for a team that's in the top 50-60 range, Early portions of that second round is where I believe Dom's going to come off the board. You're going to get a guy that wants to flat out get after people, but also has that technical, refined ability to not be so aggressive to where you see guys sometimes play over their toes and get beat quickly early on in their career, similar to what we saw from guys like Trevor Penning with the New Orleans Saints coming out of Northern Iowa over these last few years. Dominic has the ability to be that intelligent type of violence along the offensive line, which I think all offensive linemen need, whether you're at tackle guard or center. So again, hope you guys enjoyed a lot more of these prospect interviews to come out here as we move forward towards the combine and towards the draft. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I'm on Twitter at underscore Ryan Fowler if you don't follow me there already, and then my work is housed at Bleacher Report and TheDraftNetwork.com. So appreciate you guys as always. I'll talk to you soon. I'm Ryan Fowler, and this is Commanding the Huddle.